0: Thanks for tuning in. I'm Steve Ray, author of How to Get US Market Ready. And in this podcast, I'm going to share with you some of the lessons I've learned from 30 years in the wine and spirits business, helping brands enter and grow in the US market. I've heard it said that experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. My goal with the book and this podcast is to share my experience and the lessons learned from it with you so you can apply those lessons and be successful in America. So, let's get into it. Welcome back. Today we continue with Plan Your Work, Work Your Plan. Specifically, we'll explore the following ideas. Exit strategy. Don't make the same mistakes others have made again for the first time. Set a pragmatic and fundable budget and set realistic objectives for volume, time to establish traction, and triggers for when to roll out to new markets. Number five, exit strategy. It's an often overlooked or assumed factor that absolutely needs to be incorporated at the very start of planning. If your exit strategy is to rapidly grow the brand in a limited number of markets, then catch the eye of a multinational and flip it for millions, that's going to dictate an entirely different set of strategies than for an estate-produced wine that you'd want to keep in the family for generations. Our point of view is that it is better to learn, fail, correct, and refine in less visible or difficult markets. It's sort of like having World Cup aspirations. It's a noble goal, but don't forget, you have to win your league title first. Now in the book I have a chart uh, which I can't read to you on the podcast which shows size of the prize and some recent sales for brands that have been sold. And the way we look at it is we look at what was the reported price paid, how many cases were actually being sold at the time of the sale and convert that into a dollar per case ratio. And that gives us something to compare to. Very interesting. I have it both on my website www.bevologyinc.com in the blog and of course it's also in the book. Number six, don't make the same mistakes others have made before you, again, for the first time. It's so- Number five, exit strategy. You know, there's a ton of information readily available on the key factors that made some brands successful. Some of it's actually true. But just as importantly, if not more important, is to analyze the failures and learn the hard lessons that they've learned from their experience. A valuable thought to keep in mind is, is this phrase. Experience is what you get, When you don't get what you want. So, we recommend that new brands educate themselves on the U.S. market by subscribing to trade magazines and industry newsletters and read both of them regularly. Also, attend trade shows and do your own personal sleuthing. It's amazing what you can learn by just walking and talking at a trade show, and visiting stores and bars and restaurants. You can find a list of important U.S. market trade shows, trade magazines, and newsletters in Chapter 2 in the book, and I would also point you to the www.bevologyinc.com website, and if you click on blogs, they're the first two listings there. It's a comprehensive list of all of the industry newsletters. Most are free. Some do charge and also a list I keep updated of all the upcoming events. Now, a note wasn't in the book on COVID-19, which has certainly interrupted a lot of industry events. I do imagine that they will come back, perhaps in some different form, for sure, on a uh, virtual basis initially. But keep your eyes on that list and get out there. There's nothing that can substitute the opportunity to talk to somebody face-to-face. Number seven, set a pragmatic and fundable budget. I mean by that be disciplined and set a real budget, and not just for the intro period and in the intro markets or the first year, but also covering the cost to maintain that level of support and what it will take to expand. Here's why. You cannot fund growth from profits of existing business. Let me repeat that. You cannot fund growth from profits on existing business, and that's because there won't be any profits for the developmental period, which can be measured in years. There may be revenue, but don't confuse that with profit. Also, make sure to negotiate with your importer and or distributor so that they contribute to the marketing programming. Getting them to share costs is critically important and must be discussed and agreed to in the initial negotiations. This is a very common mistake we see. People are so happy just to get a deal, they'll say yes to whatever the importer or distributor has to say, when in fact it's the best time for them to negotiate for things like monthly reporting, account sold reports, uh, depletion and shipment reports, and so on and so forth. The thought here, though, is recognize it takes more money not less, to keep your business growing. So as sales grow, the per-case spend might go down, but the actual out-of-pocket investment will go up. Most programs should be structured to pay out on sales. No sales, no spend. We like things like depletion allowances, which are paid basically when somebody delivers the goods as opposed to discounting the product up front. And one thing to keep in mind. Uh, a lot of people do this. If they're successful in one market, they'll pull funding from that market and start investing in another market. You can't do that, or you shouldn't do that, because what happens is you'll destroy the first market. Just because it's started and working well doesn't mean that you can pull funding from it. In fact, you should be investing more if it's successful. So anytime you roll out, you're going to need additional funding to grow that business. Number eight, set realistic objectives for volume, time to establish traction, and triggers for when to roll out to new markets. Clients commonly come to us with a volume forecast based on market share. If the vodka market in the U.S. is 75 million cases, then I ought to be able to capture 1% of that, so my target is 750,000 cases in year one. Well, that's not only bad planning, it's based on unrealistic assumptions, It's far better to start from scratch and build up a forecast using factors such as how many accounts can be called on, by what number of people, whether they're brand ambassadors, market reps, distributor sales, how long it's going to take to scale up to a run rate distribution, and a reasonable and repeatable reorder rate at retail and on-premise, using different rates for supported and unsupported accounts. And then factoring in an estimate of per-case spending, for new distribution on top of those that you're already in. There's a relatively simple way of doing this with an Excel spreadsheet, but it lays it out in logical form so then you're not gonna make any simple mistakes of trying to do basic math and imagine that you're gonna be at 100% distribution on day one, not gonna happen. Which is why I like to say, look, chances are your estimates will be wrong for both methods. But the second one at least allows you to learn, apply and reforecast in the process. That's much better for long-term utility and forecasting and strategy development. One of the things I like to say is you're not going to get it right the first time. Maybe 50% is a good target, but you can continually make it better. One huge caution that applies to everyone reading or listening to this book. Don't expand to new markets before you're ready. I'm going to repeat that one again, too. Don't expand to new markets before you are ready. This is probably the most common mistake that people make and the one that often destroys a brand. And define ready with quantitative parameters that are measurable. This is a common mistake, too, and often the primary reasons for failure. They expand beyond their capacity to support the brand, or equally important, cut funding in intro markets to support rollout markets, as I talked about before. At the end of the day, building the brand is your responsibility. You cannot rely on the distributor to do it for you. It'll be nice if they help, and that's an ideal situation, but you cannot rely on them to do it for you. Your responsibility is to build the brand. Well, that's it for today. I don't want to take up any more of your time. Next week, we'll continue with Working Your Plan. Join us then for How to Get U.S. Market Ready, presented by the Italian Wine Podcast. Hey guys, this is Steve Ray. One of my favorite quotes is, Experience is what you get when you don't get what you want.